0: Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.
2: Mobilize, personalize, optimize, and monetize your marketing and engagement efforts. Welcome to Mobile Presence.
1: Welcome to Mobile Presence, as always, bringing you the experts to help you optimize and maximize your mobile strategy. I'm Shahab Zaghari, award-winning filmmaker and executive director of marketing at Higher Ground Creative Agency.
0: And I'm Peggy Ann Saltz from Mobile Groove, providing custom research and content marketing to the global mobile industry and offering mentoring and consulting to mobile startups. So, Shahab, it's uh, always something to do with apps because that's, you know, exciting. But we're going to take a look beyond where all the excitement currently is in the market because right now, games,
1: mm-hmm. you know, the candy crushes, the clash of plans, the games. Right. monetization
0: of games. We, we, we focus on that, be, and there's a reason for it because it is the largest category. It accounts for around 70%, give or take a few, percent of revenues across the app stores. It's where all the action is, but and this is good news, it's not necessarily where all the opportunity is because there is increasing evidence that utility apps are coming up fast.
1: Definitely, definitely. Uh, And that's why we chose uh, today's guests. Uh, It's the CEO and marketer of TextSafe Teens. Now, the CEO is Leon Wild. Uh, He's the creator. Uh, he's a 22-year veteran of using a hybrid of traditional and uh, agile management styles to build relationships with businesses, organizations, and individuals. Uh, and he's no stranger to startups. Uh, Leon is an early employee of both Spirit Airlines and Evernote. Welcome to the show, Leon. Thanks for having me.
0: So it's great to hear you know your background here but I'd like to hear a little bit more about this app Text Safe Teens because as we said you know it's about utility apps it's about these these apps that we use as part of our lives that's going to be where the opportunity is what does your app do
3: Okay well we're actually the name of the company is Text Safe Teens and we make a couple of different products the one that we have that we pitched the other day was Drive Safe Mode what this is this is a product that installs on your phone, and it lets an administrator, a parent, someone of that magnitude, actually, on the Android, shut your phone down when you start moving. And the only thing you can do is dial 911 or, you know, pre-programmed numbers. And on the iPhone, going through the App Store, the only thing it allows allow us to do is actually notify the administrator when they're doing something like texting and driving. We do also make a couple of other utility apps. One of the other ones that we make is called School Zone Mode, and it's designed to stop kids from doing bad things in school like cyberbullying or taking unapproved photographs, cheating in class, that type of thing. And we've got a couple others that are in the works as well.
1: That's very cool. And just to give our listeners a little bit of a background, I actually caught wind of text-safe teens um, at the Cox. um, What was was it called? It was almost like the Shark Tank deal. It was the Cox.
3: Inc. Magazine, um, Let's Get Started campaign. Let's and Get Started. That's the, what it was. On and, the board and, of judges was uh, Damon Johns. He was one of the sharks, of course, that was sitting on the panel of judges.
1: Definitely. And and in the end, out of all the pitches and all of the startups, uh, you guys actually won. And so, I mean, that was quite amazing. Um You know, can you tell us a little bit about that night before we get into um, where the idea for the app came from? Um, Basically, what happened was about
3: 75 different companies
1: had put in the
3: application to pitch at the event. And out of that, I believe they picked eight, maybe it was six. And from there, we went in, we set up a little booth and, you know, talked a little bit to a couple of the judges. Most of the judges uh, we didn't see until we actually got on stage and they rented out a room that was down in the palms, and they broadcast it. And each person got to go up and give a 90-second pitch. And that's actually the hardest part of the pitch, which is getting it down to 90 seconds. And after that, there was a short you know, Q&A. And when we were drawing lots to see who would go first, which is the spot that I actually would have preferred, I drew last. So I had to sit there and kind of let the Wait pressure it out. grow as yeah, everybody go before me, before me, before me. And, you know, finally I got my opportunity. I went up there and believe it or not, I did about eh, 80% of what I was going to say in that 90 seconds. It's kind of funny as you watch the clock tick down, even though you've practiced it a thousand times, you have to start realizing that you're not going to get to the end, which is the most important part, and figure out real quickly which paragraph you're going to skip. But you know, I made it to the end. I got my point across just as, you know, the buzzer was buzzing and then from there, the you know, the judges asked several good, poignant questions that I was happy to answer. I'm glad I had an answer for everyone that they asked. And uh, from there, they went back, deliberated. They picked us as the winner. And, you know, it's been awesome. We got, you know, some cash. We've got different services from different places, including, you know, free Internet from Cox and an article in, you know, Inc. com magazine.
1: That's really That's cool. So cool. And so… Let's go back to the app. Where did the inspiration come from?
3: The company was actually originally started by two gentlemen called Phil Randazzo and Tom, and they got the concept when one of Phil's Son's girlfriends was killed texting and driving. And Tom, he he just can't stop texting and driving. If we don't have you know something on his phone stopping him, he just continues to text and drive. So the two of them got together and they filed for some applications for patents. And they made an app. It ran for a couple of years, and I came on board about a year ago to kind of, you know, get the apps going again, get them flowing again, get everything working again so we get ramped up and move on to the next, you know, the next level.
0: So let's step through that process a little bit because that's also very important in app development but also in arriving at an app with hit potential is the iteration process. Um, You said you came in and sort of started that up again. Uh, what was it? Was it uh, iterations? How many iterations did you go through? Can you give me an idea about the effort that you put into creating this app? Because this is the one that caught the attention of the Shark Tank and got you the money.
3: Right. Well, the the app that was built back when they first started is, you know, it, it ran. We actually, they actually made a deal with Sinclair Media who provides advertising revenue for the space on the bottom of the app. Yeah, and yeah. when I came in, You know, basically Phil and Tom are great guys, but they're not from this industry. So I had to go in and talk to the development team because there was a very large disconnect between you know, what we wanted and what the developers wanted to do. So there was, you know, a lot of back and forth, just kind of clarifying that up. And what we've been doing now is just taking slow incremental steps to make it just a little bit better and just a little bit better and a little bit better. And that kind of has been the game plan from the beginning is, you know, we get funding, we just make it a little bit better and a little bit better until we've got it to where, you know, it's a pretty good, pretty stable well-functioning platform that people can use to save their child's lives or your spouse's life, and, and so is,
1: the, is the app feasible. is is the app ad-sponsored?
3: It is right now. The ad is one; it's one hundred percent free to download, and you actually are sponsoring. It's sponsored by whoever is on the ad, and it's it's mm-hmm. different in each region.
1: And how do you have that set up? I mean, is it? Uh, completely exclusive or is it kind of like a, uh, you know, ad network type deal?
3: Right now it's a, it's a deal with Sinclair and it's exclusive for the advertising. Uh, Moving forward, we're probably going to move more into a freemium type model where there's a bunch of different options that people and companies need to have. And they just, they're, they're simply not wanting to use it without it. So those they'll actually have to pay for, but we want to keep the base core program free so that we can save as many lives as possible, because that is ultimately the goal for the company and the product.
0: So it's really, and very admirably, um, a very people-focused product. How do you then maintain some sort of uh, contact or community with, with the people? Are they giving you ideas and saying, hey, I'd like to see this in the app, or hey, can you add this feature? Because many companies are starting to really tap Their audience and their early adopters and users is sort of biz dev to say, hey, what do you want, and we'll put it in. That way they know the features going to fly high, and then they're not second-guessing their users. How are you handling that?
3: Um, A lot of that is exactly as you say. I'm the one that actually answers most of the emails that come into the company because I want to know, know what people are thinking and what they're saying. And that's where the majority of the feature set has come from. There's also features that, you know, we've just looked at as a team and said, okay, that's that's a feature that we probably just need to include or that we've talked to a business that owns, you know, a particular type of fleet. And those people have expressed the need for a certain type of feature. So it's kind of coming from all over. It's coming internal from, you know, features we believe would make it better from our customers saying, hey, we really need to get this as long, as well as, you know, potential enterprise level customers saying, well, in order for me to use it, my company, I need to see some other features, which is this.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. And currently, how do you get discovered? I mean, what section of the app store are you in? And, you know, are you doing anything to kind of push discovery?
3: Uh, Right now we do a little bit on social media and, and, you know, the typical type things. But a lot of what we do actually comes from Sinclair Media advertising on the local stations that they own.
0: Mm -hmm. So this is really interesting. So um, I'm based in Europe, so that's why I was quiet. But I'm getting the feeling now Sinclair Media is an agency that will get you TV advertising. Am I right?
3: They own about a third of the TV and the radio stations in Uh the U.S., and they're growing.
0: Well, that's really interesting because that's a trend I'm also seeing over here um, in Europe. I'm going to come from the States. But, uh, you know, that app developers are getting the word out very effectively. And and even, I would say, most effectively using sort of old media. TV and radio is working amazingly well for apps. Um, is that something that you stumbled upon or is this going to be, you know, a, a foundation in your strategy going forward? Because it's kind of interesting, isn't it? You know, apps which are new and old media being the way to get to the customer.
3: Yeah, I mean, it depends on which exact... Applications you're talking about for the drive safe mode. We've kind of geared towards helping parents and teens, even though it's good for other things. And in order to reach that market, you're talking about an older market. So you're, you know, talking people that have kids that are older than 16. So I mean, you're looking in your forties for the most part and those people you can still reach via traditional media. We're right now, you know, ramping up to come out with another social type version. And I'd be happy to explain how that works, but that'll be geared towards millennials. And Greg can get into how he's going to market that differently, but it's a different audience. So for a different audience, you definitely would be better off with the newer
1: type of media. Great. Well, what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll actually say hello to Greg and bring him on and see, uh, you know, what strategies you have uh, for the uh, coming months. So listeners don't go anywhere. We'll be right back.
2: Mobile Presence on webmasterradio.fm is presented by Skywire, an award-winning global provider of enterprise-grade software applications for the hospitality industry. For more information, visit skywire.com. Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors.
3: at
0: BruceClay.com.
2: mobilizing your marketing and engagement efforts welcome back to mobile presence only on webmaster radio.fm
1: welcome back to mobile presence i'm shahab zaghari of higher ground creative agency
0: and i'm peggy ann saltz with mobile group
1: And again, we have Leon Wild, CEO of Text Safe Teens with us. Uh, we do also want to welcome Greg Ekborg, who is the head of marketing for Text Safe Teens. Uh, we'll talk with Greg a little bit uh, now. Uh, welcome to the show, Greg. Hey, thank you. Definitely. And so, uh, you know, we before we went to break, we started to talk about marketing and how you market the app. Again, it's the, the TechSafe Teens is a a utility. Uh, you know, it's not as flashy or, or you know uh, fun as a game app would be. Um, right. You know what what are your marketing priorities right now?
4: Uh, well, our marketing priorities is obviously getting getting the word out, getting awareness that this app is, exists and Um, we have a lot of, a lot of different channels that we try. We have a lot of different messages that we try. And we need to get, we need to get parents basically involved with their children because we know that one of the largest uh, group of people that are at most danger of distracted driving are teenagers from 16 to 19 years old. So getting their parents aware, even though the teens might not like it, um, they got to get these type of devices and apps on their phones to help protect them
0: so how's that working I mean you have an interesting demographic that you have to reach um, you've had amazing success with TV and radio so that really works are you going through any sort of um, checklist in your mind do you do you think to yourself this is a demographic that would likely be here or are you trying to get them to maybe opt in so you can um, deepen that engagement how, how are you actually just you know focusing on this demographic and doing it successfully
4: uh, one of the the great methods we've been using is PTAs, believe it or not, is getting involved at schools with parents, mm-hmm. feedback with the parents at the school. Um, because uh, Tech Safety as a whole also has the, the school zone mode. And uh, between the school zone mode and the drive safe mode, we have two different apps that really help parents uh, quite a bit. So dealing with the parents at school PTAs, Going around to schools and meetings with people involved with uh, uh, you know, lots of parents is one of our best methods so far.
0: Speaking of the methods, you know, one thing is how you're doing it. I'd be interested in knowing, although it's early days, you still always have to think about how to measure how you're being effective. So you can say, okay, these channels are working for me. I need to invest either more time or my money into them. How are you measuring that effectiveness? Maybe there's something interesting or innovative about the way you see your KPIs because of the demographic you're dealing with.
4: Good question. Um, Currently, we don't have any metrics set up uh, for all of our stuff. I mean, it's all um, pre-planned at the moment, and um, the best KPI we we would have is all the feedback from the parents. But um, we do have a lot of plans. We have a lot of goals. And some of them are definitely all the different channels that are available to us on, you know, social media and whatnot. Um, we've noticed that we get a lot of feedback on Twitter and um, Facebook, not so much for some reason, but Twitter and um, the other places on there that we have a lot of people that come back and give us some really good feedback. As far as goals, uh, we want to try and hit all the channels, obviously. And um, we do different ads on Google, we do different ads on Facebook and Twitter, and we put out campaigns. We've also noticed a difference between campaigns as well, is that um, a lot of people do the scare tactics right now, with the car crashes and, and the death and dismemberment and, and
1: all the scary <laughs> Right, scare right tactics. Uh-huh. Yeah,
4: and but then there's another side of this that we're looking to, like we mentioned, for the millennials and stuff, is um, uh, sort of a pull your head out of your apps type thing and uh, get a little (laughs) bit more involved in the fun side. I like that one.
0: That's really good. I like that one, yes. Right.
4: And so we're going to try a bunch of different methods, obviously, but um, uh, we got to try something different, that's for sure, because what's currently out there with AT&T and um, all the other uh, providers that have these type of apps and have these type of pledges, they don't work. It's it's still an epidemic. It's still one of the largest uh, problems with driving and the injuries and deaths that are involved. So... Um, we're definitely going to be trying to um, disrupt the market,
1: and and you know, kind of going back again to social media, especially for uh, an app that's a utility app. How do you grow that community?
4: Um, the the growing is with the parents. It's an alliance, so to speak. They they come together and say, "Wow, this actually helped me. Um, this is." Uh, maybe cumbersome to deal with and the fact that we've got to get our kids involved and some, a lot of teenagers just aren't going to like to do it. So uh, the parent still has to parent. And when you get all these parents together though, it's like any other cause if they like it and they do, it it becomes really easy for word of mouth networking and marketing in that manner.
0: I'm wondering if you also just curious because I'm hearing so much about this in the industry that a really easy way to engage that, app developers are rediscovering is email is that part of this is direct marketing part of what you're going to be looking at perhaps now or going forward
4: we do definitely uh when you sign up for a product you are into our email uh, mm-hmm. provider system and we use um mailchimp right now and mailchimp's one of the best we we have over 10,000 000- um, that we actively contact and, and go back and forth with on emails. Email is a great way to measure a lot of things. It's a great way to measure the clicks and what people are interested in. It's a great way to measure just um, the subject matter and what people open and what they don't open. And we do get feedback through the email system as well. And um, so regardless of whatever little network you're hanging out on and, and trying to push, uh, email is definitely one of the staples.
1: And what did you decide not to do in marketing um, and why?
4: Well, I can tell you there is too many social networks out there. So um, one of the definite decisions is not to try and spread yourself so thin. Um, We know where the parents are and where the parents hang out. And we know where um, most people hang out in regards to who we're trying to target. So we're not going to spread ourselves thin and try to hit every (laughs) single network and every single app that's out there.
1: Yeah, that's, yeah smart. that's
0: smart. Yeah, I mean that's what they say, right? So fish where the fish are, um, and that's how that that's how that happens. Um, what about since since you are a practitioner and this is a great opportunity to speak so early in the stage of you know in the life cycle of the app? Um, what about all the excitement around getting more mileage just from changing? Uh, landing page, changing icons, focusing on app store optimization? I mean, is that even your game? Are you interested in being featured?
4: Um, we are, actually. We, we just went through a round of updating, kind of a new paint job, if you will. Um, we know that uh, when, when an app hits the market... It has to look and feel good. The user experience and the user interface has to be good, otherwise you're not really going to be able to compete. And that's what we're in the middle of doing: is revamping the look and feel, the process, the user experience. And we're definitely involved in that.
0: And we're talking about social and and you know and parents, but another part of your business is very much getting the intention of the enterprise, the business. Um, what's different about that approach?
4: Uh, the difference is, is it's more word of mouth. It's more networking mm-hmm. than, um, than a standard, uh, advertisement, uh, in some kind of, uh, internet method. There's uh, a lot more attempt at having a good network around you, a good network of founders and business leaders that you can uh, have conversations with and move that conversation to the next
1: level. And how do you drive that word of mouth? Uh, you know, what kinds of things are working for you? Can you give us some concrete examples?
3: Well, one of the best ways that we actually get, you know, word of mouth out is we go to events like the Cox pitching event. We go to, as Greg said, PTAs, things like that are kind of, you know, hard to scale. But if we can get other people excited about it, they tell their friends who tell their friends. And after they've, you know, done this, we'll get to a point where we actually won't have to go and do events all the time just to get the word of mouth out. There are distracted driving events. I've been to those. PTA events, we go to those. Um, a lot of the different organizations that I do volunteer work with just happen to align with this. So it actually works out really well that I get to speak to a lot of parents. And once you get them excited about using the product and you show them how it can you know, save their child or it can help improve them at school, it can stop them from you know, texting in the middle of the night, and not sleeping, once we get all of that, you know, shown to them, then they're really excited to go tell the next person who then tells the next person and so on and so forth. And it then it kind of multiplies exactly like a virus, which is exactly what we're looking to do.
1: That's great. So we will take a quick break here. Uh, listeners don't go anywhere. We'll be back with both of our guests right after this.
2: Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors. So light the afterburners to the domain name aftermarket and fly over to Namejet.com at mock speed to get great domains today. Namejet.com.
0: important.
2: Mobilizing your marketing and engagement efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence, only on webmasterradio.fm.
1: And we're back. Welcome back to Mobile Presence. I'm Shahab Zaghari.
0: And I'm Peggy Ann Saltz with Mobile Groove.
1: And again we have Leon Wild, CEO of TechSafe Teens and head of marketing, Greg Eckborg. Thanks for coming on the show again.
0: You did something that many app developers would, you know, just have dreams about, which is not just being able to be in a startup competition, but pitching successfully. So I'd like to hear in this last section where we always ask our guests, you know, what are your top tips? What are your how to's and do's and don'ts? Give me your list of sort of what you need to do or consider to pitch your app successfully.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, first of all, there's a lot of good articles that you should be reading online that will help you with this be you know really clear and concise. But number one, get help. I did not write any of my pitches by myself. I didn't sit in a dark room and write them out. I got help from my wife. I got some help from my coaches and some mentors. So you know, number one is get help anywhere you can. Number two is tell a story. Don't just stand up there and, and spit out statistics. If I stand up there and say this costs three billion dollars and you'll make three hundred million dollars, well, I would love to make three hundred million dollars. That's that's boring to listen to, and that's not your goal when you're giving a pitch. You want to get the person excited, okay. so you need to tell a story and preferably make it personal. For this particular story, you know, my wife was struck by somebody who was driving distracted. So. It is a real personal story for me, but you need to figure out a way that you can tell a story in an entertaining way and make it personal if at all possible.
1: Um, I, I definitely like that one, you know, because okay. I mean, that that's the uh, tip of the iceberg for marketing itself. I mean, you need to tell your story and then once someone is interested, then they'll, you know, kind of do the deep dive with you. Uh, kind of like these competitions where, you know, If they're interested, then during the Q&A, they're going to ask a lot of uh, questions regarding your startup or your app.
3: Exactly. And that kind of leads into my, my third point. You're not going to get all of the information you would like to tell this person across. So, What you need to do is pick one or two things that you want to make sure that your pitch gets across very, very well. So the person is not going to learn everything in a 60-second pitch or a 90-second pitch, but make sure that there's a couple of points that you think will lead them to, as you say, ask all of the other questions. And for that, you should have one or two points that you want them to walk away for, definitely no more than three. And last but not least there is practice. I mean, I practice, practice, practice. I get a camera, I stand in front of it, and I practice, practice, practice. You know, try it in different tones, try it with different looks on your face, try it with different, you know, gestures and see when you watch it back, what works, what doesn't work, what works for me might not work for you, might not work for Greg. So it's just a matter of finding your personality and, you know, what works and looks good on you and then just going out there and knocking them dead.
1: Um, So hopefully that helps out some of our listeners uh, who are a little pensive and, and, uh, you know, uh, nervous about doing these kinds of events. Practice, practice, practice and tell your story. Um, th- those two stood out for me. Um, so Leon Greg, if you know, any of our listeners wanted to get more information about you know, uh, the techniques you guys use or the app itself, how do they contact you?
3: Well, to go information about the apps, the best way to go is to www.drivesafemode.com or schoolzonemode.com for our two current products. Anybody who'd like to reach out and has some advice for me or would like to get some advice from me is welcome to do so. My email is leon at drivesafemode.com. Fantastic.
1: And Peggy, how can uh, we get a hold of you?
0: Uh, you can send me an email, peggy at mobilegroove.com. Follow me on Twitter at Peggy Ann A-N-N-E, or check out companion posts to this show and others over at mobilegroove.com or over at Forbes, where I'm a regular contributor.
1: Great. And Greg, uh, do you want to put out your contact info as well?
4: Yeah, we can uh, get a hold of me via email. It's probably the best, and it's greg, G-R-E-G, at drivesavemode.com, and you can follow us on uh, at drivesavemode on Twitter as well. Perfect. Perfect.
1: And listeners, you can get a hold of me on Twitter at Shahab Zagari. That's Z-A-R-G-A-R-I. You can check out our portfolio at highergroundcreative.agency. Thanks again for joining us for Mobile Presence. Remember that new episodes of Mobile Presence air Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can check out earlier episodes of our show by going to webmasterradio.fm or you can find our shows on iTunes, Stitcher, Zoom, and iHeartRadio simply by searching Mobile Presence. And finally, you can stay connected by downloading the Webmaster Radio mobile app from the iTunes App Store or Google Play. Thanks again for listening to Mobile Presence, your inside track on everything you need to reach and engage your target audience with mobile. And remember, every minute is mobile, so make every minute count. We'll see you next week.